yeah so we're going to put a screen share up so this is the requirement circle get some pens and paper because this requires you to set requirements down so make sure that you've got pen and paper and we are going to start now Okay, so the requirement circle, this is where we draw the line. Knowing our limits and communicating them is how we maintain our relationships. The truth is we all have requirements for an, an, our energy exchange. And if we don't, then we definitely should because our energy is valuable. We will all walk around all day giving, 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 and then wonder why we're empty. So if this is our cup of energy. We need to be very particular of where we where we pour it because we'll only get one cup a day and it's so important that that energy is coming back to us as well or it's known as energy leaking and we will be doing an energy leaking i'm sure it's next week we're doing energy leaking actually where we find that we're just given and and nothing comes back to us okay we'll move on this is how we stay full so we all have needs and not knowing and communicating them only builds up resentment inside this creates distance between our relationships. So do you know when something happens, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a partner, maybe it's a family member, and we know something's bothered us, but we don't actually speak up. This is a trauma response from us, known as people-pleasing, and we're not necessarily not wanting to upset them. What we are doing is basically not wanting for them to not like us. So we're afraid of like judgments or we're trying to keep the peace or all of the things that we do. Um, and this is what causes distance in our relationship. Eventually the relationship breaks down or it doesn't feel like it's got enough depth or we don't feel like we can have a, an honest, vulnerable conversation because all these little things have built up over time. And um, yeah, it's bringing them up each one at a time, living in our truth. Um, we can find that this is where when when it does blow up we end up out going yeah well I remember when and this is us bringing everything up from so so long ago so it's, it's bringing everything up in the moment as and when okay fun. if we learn to understand our requirements we are able to communicate them maintaining our relationships so anybody who wants to maintain a relationship with us will not have a problem with us bringing something up to them they will likely respect that because they value our relationship our friendship knowing where the lines are makes us feel safe communicating our lines to others helps us feel safe because nobody wants to upset anyone but if they don't know what upsets people then we don't really know what where the line is so we're drawing the line for ourselves but we're also drawing them for others as well okay we'll move on Okay, so before we begin here on the requirement circle, does anybody have any questions about what we've just discussed? Okay, we'll begin. So this is the requirement circle that I designed for myself. And this is all the different relationships that we have within our life. Uh, the first one being ourselves and moving out into romantic family, friends, acquaintances, and work colleagues. It'd be really good if you could actually draw this on a piece of paper for yourself. 
So this is where my connections um, deepen. So from the centre is obviously my most deepest connection because it's with myself. And as we move out, we find that our connections move deeper depending on what level of connection they are. You might find that maybe your friendships are deeper than your family. You might find that your uh, family are deeper than your romantic. I find that this is um, quite general for many of us, but feel free for, for you two to decide that. Um, so I have linked here six different types of relations. If you feel like you have more than this as well, feel free to add them in. So this is our requirement circle, and we don't always require from one what we would require from another. So for instance, I have a um, acquaintance and I have uh, a romantic partner. I probably wouldn't have the depths of connection with an acquaintance and I would with a life partner. And there are certain things I probably would and wouldn't discuss. So there's there's a level of depth that we go to. And the deeper that we connect, the more we require. So we mightn't ask for a requirement from a work colleague as we would a romantic partner. So let's look at an example. So for me, um, this is somebody sent me a message, uh, a voice message, and they were just like, hey, how are you? And um, they mentioned about the inner child work uh, that, that I, um, I have an offering here in Costa Rica. And they also just mentioned about how are things and, and what are you up to? And then the conversation went on. There was a few messages and I thought, where's this conversation going? And from what the person said to me, I assumed that they wanted to uh, move forward with some inner child work. But then I also found the message was just very friendly and someone just asking, you know, how I am and what's going on for me. So that for me, I couldn't categorise where they was in this requirement circle. So for me, I, I need to know where where they are because that's going to depend on the level of depth that we move to and also the requirements that I have from them. So first off, I found a very, very quick requirement. And it was, what are your intentions? What are your intentions? So I asked the person, I just said, hi, sent a voice message and I just said, um, I just wanted to gain some clarity on your intentions behind our connection. When you first message, you said X, Y, and Z. And I just wasn't sure whether you were looking to do this or this. And within my relationships, I require to know uh, to have clarity, to have clarity in, in any way that I'm giving and receiving energy. And that person for me was like, thank you so much for clearing this up. I'm sorry that I didn't bring forward that clarity this is what I want and then I get to decide whether I want to give energy or not because we can't decide if we're going to give energy unless we understand the intention and this is very difficult to do especially when we're first meeting new people and also when we've had friendships for a long time and we start to set boundaries and we start to learn these type of things and then we're like mm, I'm gonna have to say this and we start to change 
as a person, you know, and then our friendships start to change. But as long as that we have clear intentions and that we understand where we are, then we can make that decision based on that. Does anyone have any questions about that example that I've just shared? Okay, so if we were to set our requirements now, so start with work colleagues, start from the outside in. What are your requirements from your work colleagues? Make sure you're writing them down. If you don't know what to write, pop something in the chat. Or if you are writing them, pop them in the chat too. That'd be great because we can, we can talk about them together then. What are your requirements from your work colleagues? It might just be that they're on time. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a lot. But we need to know what our requirements are. It might be that they, um, that they treat you with respect. You know, regardless of our relationships, we, we deserve to be treated with respect. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Company through the work week, respect and kindness. And then that is exactly when we're setting these requirements. That's a brilliant example, Holly. So when we're setting these requirements, we need to look then and go, okay, is this requirement what I'm asking? Is that what I am willing to give in return? So we only ask requirements from others that we are willing to give ourselves. Respect and softness, perfect. So it's, it's understanding these requirements and then pushing it back on ourselves. This supports us in how we show up in these different relations. So depending on what you've just written will be how you will show up in that specific requirement. So we only ask from others what we are first willing to give. So we'll move on to the next one. We've got acquaintances. So these are friends, but not friends that are really close to us or that we see all the time. What could some of your requirements be for acquaintances? An example in this would be that um, if we share with our acquaintances that it's just between our it's just between ourselves. And it's not um, safety and in, in, in vulnerability, you know, it, it's not something that's when shared with everybody else. In many, 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 many things and appointments, so talk in the chat when you're ready. Fun, similar hobbies, uplifting, perfect. It's being around people who we are in alignment with, people who like to do things that we like to do. This really supports us when we are deciding, you know, moving forward, who we want in our life and how much energy we want to give and how much time we want to spend around certain people. We can use all of these requirements. 
and it's okay to have requirements we we all have needs and when we respect our own energy and what we bring to the relationship then we have a, a boundary we have a requirement okay i feel like they're very similar into uh, a level of a work colleague company and a bit of fun but not open enough in the personal issues that's a brilliant example so it's more of like a surface more of a surface level connection perfect it's just someone that you might see every now and again and we can find as well when when we um there's a there's a term called energy dumping when we have so much going on within us within ourselves we can tend to just offload and we can do this around people who don't have our best interests at heart so it's really creating that relationship with ourselves and knowing where we do and where we we don't share we probably wouldn't share our most vulnerable traumas as we would with our romantic partners or working through like childhood trauma as we would maybe to a work colleague so it's understanding that there are different levels okay let's move on to friends so our friends what are your requirements for your friends Put them in the chat when you're ready. A deep understanding of each other, patience, and most importantly, acceptance and being non-judgmental. Perfect. And this is really good for us to look at and say, this is how I expect my friends to show up for me. Am I showing up this way for my friends? For me, my friends rank higher than my family. And so I do require deep understanding of the patients. Yeah, definitely. It's, we are all different and, and we do have deeper connections um, with different relations that we have. And support, definitely, yeah. Patients, what a beautiful one. Hmm. Okay, we'll move on to our family. What are our requirements from our family? For me, a huge one is the um, the acceptance of change. 
yeah, representations. Yeah. Like we are not who we was. We have grown, we have changed, and we have all worked really hard to do that. So we don't need anybody putting us in a in a box that we have we have outgrown. Accepting sensations, seeing our friends, living a deeper connection. Okay, we'll move on to romantic relationships. What are your requirements in romantic relationships? I mean, we can go as, as far as we want to with this. We have um, a lot of people in relationships as well. An actual question is like, are you monogamous? You know, like some people have open relationships. If these are the depths of things that we wouldn't even begin to ask as a requirement because they're so normal to us. Our normal isn't anybody else's normal. It's about unpicking that love, softness, support, laughter, honesty, physical intimacy, beautiful, beautiful. Acceptance, not trying to change things, accepting my weirdness and helping me to grow. But I love that. Acceptance and growth need to know themselves, yeah. Definitely someone um will talk as we support people, people who do not know themselves and do this work that we do can never really get to know us because everything that we think and do is just a projection. Everything is a projection. We we see what we are. So if we're not working on those projections, we're likely going to push them on um, on others. And communication, communication is a huge one. Uh, really getting to understand each other because communication is important, but communication is not key. Comprehension is, which requires even deeper communication for us to pass back what we've just said and ask what we've just said. We see what we are given because ultimately people don't hear what we say. People never hear what we say. So it's, it's it's constant communication. I don't want to have to lift someone up too much and not fussy at anything. <laughs> please be fussy. Be fussy. Please be fussy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it because we want to be held. We want space to be held for us. We want someone to motivate and inspire us and lift us up. Yeah, we're there to be that for others. But if, again, we're going to love this class next week with you. Um, coming up quite a lot with the... Um, energy leaking you know it shouldn't just be all one um okay this is the big one so let's move on to self what are your requirements to yourself what requirements have you set for yourself an example could be listening to our body 
that's a requirement that I have with myself that regardless of anything else if I am you know in my cycle or wherever I am and I'm feeling like I need more rest that's okay if another requirement is ourselves is intuition you know when we know something's off we have to double guess ourselves and trust ourselves and follow follow that getting enough sleep eating right all of these are so important for ourselves speaking kind words Feeling my emotions. Oh, Holly, I love that. Feeling my emotions, being kind, patient, feeling. Yes. One day a week at least dedicated to nature. Fill ourselves back up, not letting the inner voice get to us, feeling our emotions, crying and laughing. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we, um, nature is everything, isn't it? We are nature. Yes, in a child days, they're the best. In a child days, yay. In a child days. So if we look now, you may have them written down. If we look at all the requirements that we've set for our romantic family, friends, acquaintance, work colleagues, and then look back at your self-requirements, is there anything missing from the requirements that you've set for all your relations to the requirements that you've set for yourself? What you're requiring from all of these relations outside, are you giving those to yourself? Are they a requirement that you have for yourself? So support, love, softness, acceptance. Loving our weirdness. Laughter. Intimacy is also a self-practice. Such an important one. Are we cream on our body how pleasant we can be with ourselves non-judgmental and this is the thing until we the facts are that once the relationship changes with ourselves all of the relationships around us change I had somebody on um, on a course the other week and she said to me, oh, Liz, everybody's changing. And I'm like, no, they're not changing, you're changing. And it's so funny when we change, everything around us changes. So look at this board now as like a, um, what's it called, darts, like a dartboard. And as soon as we hit that one in the middle right, it ripples out into all of our other relations. So it's really important for us to really look at what we are asking 
what our requirements are in all of our relations and then be really honest and vulnerable and say from these requirements I'm setting outside what am I not giving to myself because we always require outside as well what we need within and we have a lesser requirement when we're giving it more to ourselves as well So it's understanding what is it that we deeply desire as well from people around us and how can we give that to ourselves more. Have you seen anything crop up from your requirements, from your relations that you found you didn't put in your self-requirements? That you are committing to give yourself more of that one? So we've got non-judgmental, patience is a hard one, yeah, patience, patience as well, let's speak about patience, it's so important, isn't it, patience, 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 so when we move into a state of control, um, where we, we can't flow, or we just need to know right now. And um, this is obviously a lack of patience for us, but it's also a state of control, which is also masculine energy, which is also a lack of trust within the divine and within ourselves. So if we sort of knew that everything was just going to work out, then we need to have patience. So where does it come from when we, we lose that and the unknown of, of what's coming in our life? is to lean back into the self-trust and we do that by hitting that arrow in the middle when we build up our trust within ourselves which means basically doing what we said we were going to do if we do what we said that we're going to do it builds up trust so let's think now you and a friend and your friend says to you i'm going to meet you on thursday at seven o'clock okay and you go there thursday seven o'clock and your friend doesn't show up and you're like mm. okay and then your friend doesn't apologise or say anything. And then says to you next week, I'll meet you on Thursday at seven o'clock. And then you go there and your friend's not there again. Friend doesn't apologise or say anything. And you're just like, this is, you know, don't really trust this friend. I don't think they're really going to show up anymore now. And this is something that we do to ourselves all the time. So we sort of go, I'm going to, I'm going to work out on Friday. And then we don't. And instead of leaning in and facing that and going, I'm not working out on Friday because... I've now felt how I'm feeling this morning and it'd be much better for me to do this. Or it's Friday, I made the commitment, I'm working out, I'm working out. This is the relationship that we're building with ourselves. Are we doing what we're doing, what we're saying that, we don't, that we're going to do? Are we following through with our commitments to ourselves? Because we are our own best friend and if we are not treating ourselves as we would expect, others well, treat us as well then we're not building up a very good relationship with ourselves. And this is where we, we lose this trust. And this is where patience can stem from. So it's so wise. And obviously, as we know as well, who factors, just, just pop in the comments if then. Um, 
if you practice presence daily. So practicing presence, it may be watching the water run from the tap, it may be watching the leaves blow on the trees, it may be really smelling your hot cacao of a, of a morning, whatever it might be for your senses. Do you practice presence? Daily. It could be lighting a candle and just staring at the flame. I try to find it difficult, okay, perfect. So the key to patience is presence. Actively trying to do it later, but recently the past few weeks has become almost, almost subconscious, okay. Get lost in the busy lifestyle, okay. So what we need to do is, this I find myself noticing the birds or drops of the water yes okay and this is what happens when we begin to practice presence we're able to be with ourselves more we're able to connect with ourselves more we're able to hear our intuition better and we're able to react less this is gold how great is it if we were in a situation and we cannot be in a situation and respond if we don't have patience. Because if something triggers us, there's our response. It's not even a response, it's a reaction. So patience is everything. And if we practice presence every day, that supports us. It's easy now. Sorry, mentally subconscious, as it happens automatically now, rather than having to tell myself, brilliant. You're a quantum jumper, Nick. You're a quantum jumper. Yeah, this is, um, you are, yes. This is something that I I speak a lot of with on my quantum jump course, but this for us is a non-negotiable every single day. Set an alarm on your phone, maybe it's 60 seconds, maybe it's every, think of it, think of something that you do every day, maybe it's brushing your teeth in the morning. When I brush my teeth in, in the morning, I am going to do nothing else but brush my teeth. I'm not going to be thinking about where I'm going. I'm not going to be thinking about what I'm doing. I am going to brush my teeth and be there in that moment when I brush my teeth. I'm going to smell the toothpaste. I'm going to watch the water in the sink. And it's every single day. And what we find from this is we gain more patience. Because that's what presence gives us. Uh, if I'm driving in the car, um, obviously I'm a passenger. I'll put my hand out the window and feel the air. I am on that drive, on that journey. I'm not thinking, when I get there, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And when I do this, I'll do that. I am feeling that. I am being in this moment. So if we're thinking about what's ahead or what's gone, we're never actually present. The only place that peace and happiness is found is in the present. So when I started my presence practices, I realised I would have felt. And it just became a subconscious thing then that I'd done all of the time because I realised actually we're not in the past and we're not in the future we're actually here right now we get to experience these moments so yeah whether it be watching the leaves blow whether it be lighting a candle anything that activates our senses smell touch and be feeling the top I'm here right now I'm feeling this and I am here right now in this moment. I can feel this. Could be taste. Really tasting something though. 
How often do we just be like this for our tea? <laughs> our dinner's gone. We haven't even tasted our food. Like trying to be in the moment as much as we can be in the moment. And once this idea clicks in our brain, it never leaves. It never, ever leaves. And we get to experience being in the moment, which gives us more patience. It's like a little bank. Every time you do 60 seconds of presence, it adds up for you. So when we get triggered or we end up in a situation, we can just go, okay, I don't need to react right now. But we can't do that unless we've filled up our bank of presence, support, and patience. So is there anything else that anybody has written for requirements from others that wasn't a part of their self-requirement? This is a really good little secret finder for us. So we can see what our requirements are from others, which is something that we want to tell me. This is where we can look at how we fulfill that in ourselves as well. Now, in these requirements as well, that's your line. That's where the line's drawn. This is what you require for an exchange of your energy. It's really important to stick to that and to set the boundaries. This is what I require in my friendships. This is what I require around my work colleagues. This is what I require. If people want to be in your life, then they will listen because they want they want to fulfill your needs. If they don't, then there's no love lost. If they're not going to listen to you and be present with you, and and obviously as you do for them, and then. You don't need to have those relations in your life. Tell me what you mean, Holly. Uh, I just think like in each category, even with um, sort of just colleagues, I put, oh, you know, it'll be company for the week. Um, you know, just sort of that company. I've, I've put it for every single one, but maybe I can find that within myself, like the the company aspect. If I don't need to have somebody with me, I don't need that company. Maybe I can join my own time by myself. Yeah, I'm not picked up. Yeah. I'm just noticing that category at all. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant that that you found that there, and it's it's it, it's great that you you've been able to see like codependency, um, like traits. Because we have yeah. to notice them, don't we, to be able to work on them. Um, yeah, that, that's a real good find that you've got. I'm so happy you found that. So it's more self-time, Holly, more self-time. <laughs> Love Yay. that. I'll cry. Yay. Yeah, more self-time. Yay. Perfect. So look at when we find those. Sometimes we have to go in a roundabout way to see what we're looking for, you know, in other places, and then mirror it back to us, really support us. And um, yeah, communicating with love without feeling guilt is, is so important in, in all of this. We're, we're not a bad person for having requirements. Um, boundaries don't keep people out, they let them in, in truth. We cultivate safety in all our relations. I used to be afraid of being alone, but after spending time alone and doing things that scare me alone. I love my own company. Yay! Yay! It is, isn't it? It's sitting with it. It's sitting with the things that we're afraid of and things that we don't want or where we find, find 
distractions. You try and find distractions all of the time. The TV remote's a distraction. The phone scrolling's a distraction. Someone to ring to go to dinner with is a distraction. Meditation is a distraction. <laughs> Everything is a distraction. So it's really important that we go like, hang on, what am I trying to find for a distraction here? And what is it that I'm trying to distract myself from? And then we find our goals. Then we can work with it then, rather than just getting another band-aid on everywhere. I just, just reach for this distraction, I just reach for this one, I just, or I'll eat this whole cake, or we can emotionally eat anything that we can do to know. So it's paying attention when we, we're reaching outside. Hmm. Okay, does anybody have any questions about the client circle facts tonight? What's been your main takeaway from tonight? What's the main thing tonight that you're going to take away with you? If you really think about everything that we've done, what we went over, what's the one thing that's standing out to you that you're going to take away with you? I need to work on myself more. And it's a forever journey, Holly. It's a forever journey. It's a forever journey forever and it's about loving ourselves in our process loving ourselves empty pots yeah and we fill that pot by giving ourselves the love that we deserve and just being here tonight is you filling your pot up so congratulations the more that we give to ourselves is us filling our pot up and getting really clear on these requirements is we find that our pot's very empty because we've overgave we don't need to give in order to receive love. We're worthy just as we are. And these requirements really support us in keeping our keeping our practice so that we can love it, love each other more. Having a visual list of my requirements. Sometimes I think what I require from friends over schools into colleagues or what I need for myself and I require from others. Perfect. Visual lists, helpful. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And it's about now, you know what your requirements are now. It's about setting them now. When you look at all the relations around you in that specific area, ask yourself and be honest with yourself. Are these requirements being filled? A lot of the time we can be overgiving and there's the same water and dead plants when we're not getting anything back or it's not to other people's um haven't got other people haven't got our best interests in mind. A lot of time things can fall away around this time when we decide these requirements. So this is a time now to really after this call, really analyze each of these relations within your life and, and ask yourself are those requirements being filled. And are you giving what you are requiring? So can you work on this relationship? Can you set the boundary? Can you have a conversation and really start fresh? 
and hone in on the self-relationship because we only have to hit that one, hit that middle one, and everything else works. Focus solely on the yellow, on the dark board, the middle, which is you. Okay, we're going to do a, a visualization now. So just close your eyes and get cozy, get comfortable. And just bear with me a second because I know that there was a problem with hearing the music last time. So I'm going to get it up on here. I'm just going to check that you can hear. Okay. Can you hear me and the music? Just let me know. Can you hear me and the music? Yes, thank you so much.
whenever you're ready, just bring your awareness back to the room. This is a really good time for you to journal now. You have a book close to you about your learnings from tonight and also your actions that you want to take moving forward. This is your integration period from what we've been speaking about. It's so easy to just move on and forget the class. But let's really get our journals out and really move through what came up for us tonight and the actions that we're going to take moving forward. We've got so much newness, so much exciting things coming up. Um, we've got energy leaking, which is quite a lot tonight. Um, next week, I have to double check, but check your calendar. And I am really excited to be with you for the first time next week live in my new home. So I'll show you around. I'm sending you so much love and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much. Welcome. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.